Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from throwaway stupid woman, a throwaway shutdown man. Yes, two OPs. We get the female side of the story and the male side of the story. So, and people are always a little bit skeptical when we get both sides of the story. But this story got pretty popular. And the first part comes from the female side of the story, or Hope, as she's called, which is titled, Today I Messed Up by Letting My Coworker Move In With Me. As the title says, I effed up by letting my coworker move in. Throw away because reasons. I won't bore you with details of how, but I'm a widow aged 38. After losing my husband 10 years ago, I decided to transfer to a different state in my career. I sold our home for a tidy profit, bought a good sized four bedroom house and started new. I've been in this area for seven years and never really dated. Went on some coffee dates, but nothing that made me want to stop wearing my ring. I know kind of sad, still wearing it even after my husband is long gone, but I never felt the need to remove it. After losing my husband and having uterine cancer, soon after made me infertile. I just decided to coast. Enter my coworker Jason, fake name, who transferred in a year ago. He's in the middle of a nasty divorce. His parents live close and they want to sell and move to a warmer climate but not until the end of the year. Rent and housing had obviously skyrocketed, so I offered him a bedroom in my home. He mentions he can't because he has two little girls, six and seven, and his wife wants everything but them. And she's willing to sign over rights as long as she gets their house. After a discussion, I agreed to let him and his daughters move in for 30 days as a trial. Well, it's been nine months and it's been amazing. Unfortunately, I've fallen in love with him and the girls. My house finally sounds of happiness instead of echoes of loneliness. I haven't felt like this since my wedding day when I got married at 18 and I am so scared. I tried squishing down my feelings, but I can't. I threw myself back into the dating game and tried going out as much as possible, every time leading to disappointment. Jason came to me last month and advised his parents are moving at the end of this year and he would finally be out of my hair. His parents would be letting him move into their house and he and the girls would have their own place. I congratulated him and offered to help pack the house and decorate the girls' new rooms. Well, he was able to move in last weekend, hence where I effed up big time. The last day he and the girls were here, I made a huge goodbye dinner. As the girls climbed into his car to go to their home, I hugged him probably too long and went to kiss him on the cheek. He went to do the same and well, we missed and I kissed him and he kissed me and neither of us pulled away until one of his girls made a Ew! screech from the car. I mumbled to drop my key off under the mat when he was ready to and closed the door on him. He knocked and asked to talk later, but I didn't open it or respond. 
I'd taken this week off anyway for Christmas and I'm avoiding his texts and calls. My voicemail is full from him. I go back to work Tuesday and we'll see him and I'm dreading it. And I'll just give you an overview on the comments on this one because there's a lot to get through. But a lot of people were saying OP is self-sabotaging here that, you know, ignoring the phone calls, that they're just denying themselves their own happiness. But then OP updated the post, which says, first, thank you for the messages, the responses, and the accusations of this being a Hallmark special. Trust me, the last person to play me in real life is Candy's Cameron Burr, or Leanne Rhymes. I assure you, I'm hardly a dainty blonde who swoons at the sight of piercing blue eyes and a dazzling white smile. I actually have black hair, can hardly be called dainty, and Jason has brown eyes, but my husband did have green. So if you want to bank on that, you're welcome to. This will be difficult to explain, but I hope I can make it easy to understand. My husband and I were basically born to be together. We had known each other from nursery school. I fell in love with him before I even knew what love was and stayed in love. We got married at 18 and 19. We were planning a future. We had bought a house. We had career goals. We had retirement goals. When I lost him, I felt like I lost a lifeline. My time with him wasn't enough. It would never be enough. I had what everyone wants and deserves, and it was taken away from me. Just understand how freaking unfair that is, okay? After some heavy thinking slash drinking, I came to the conclusion that when it comes to Jason, with him living here, it was the life I should have had by now. I should have had my husband here with me. I should have had the two kids we planned on having. In a house with noise and toys and laughter and cries and spats between siblings. This should have been my life. But the person there was the wrong person. It wasn't my six foot two green eyed monster of a man. And as much as I loved him, the girls weren't up. And as much as I loved them, the girls weren't ours. I miss my husband and I miss even more the life we were robbed of. I think it was Betty White said after her husband passed away, she wouldn't date or marry again because she had the best and nothing will compare to it. That's me. That's the truth. Absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, would compare to my husband. And right now, I don't want anything to compare to it. That's what I told Jason. After reading the multiple texts from him, just asking me to talk, saying there was something we had and he didn't want to lose, and him getting angry because I wasn't responding, and apologize for being, rightfully, angry, and just asking if we could go back to being friends and forgetting everything that happened. When I got that text, I put my adult pants on and called him. I told him everything above. I told him everything I didn't mention on here because it would be too revealing. I told him that he was freshly divorced, or will be, and I wasn't the rebound type of person. He and his wife haven't even been separated for a year at this point. With my insecurities and comparisons to my marriage, it wouldn't be fair to pursue anything right now. Especially with him. He's fresh off the block here, still hurting at his marriage failing. Because even though I think I fell in love with him, I need time to confirm if it's with him specifically or with just the life I was supposed to have. Thankfully, he understood and thought I was possibly correct in my assumption that he was jumping into something we weren't ready for. He asked if we could still be friends and I jumped at that option. I missed him, missed the girls. I missed having meaning instead of just coasting. He asked if I could come over for Christmas. I bought the girls some presents from me and Santa. So I said, of course, and I come over later tonight once the girls pass out. He seemed happy with this. I asked him not to tell the girls I was coming over and we can have that damn adult in talk that a phone conversation won't cut it for. 
He promised to slip the girls a Benadryl slash NyQuil chaser to make sure they stay asleep. I'm pretty sure he was joking. So that's my update. We're friends-ish. I see him tonight and I'm more nervous than a prom date. But look at me, Reddit. I communicated. I got my big girl trousers on. They're scratchy and uncomfortable and probably going to give me a rash by the end of it. So in our next update, it comes from the male side, which I'm assuming is Jason. They come a few days later and it was titled 42 male, 38 female. I have feelings for my colleague, but she doesn't understand. It's not a rebound. Not my main. That one is known in some subreddits. In November 2021, my family and I moved towns into a neighborhood near my parents. I wanted to be close to them. They're in their 70s, time's taken their toll on them. My wife wasn't too keen on it, but our two kids were happy to see their grandparents more. I commuted to my job until I was able to get in a town transfer to my current location. Come to find out my wife reignited an old flame of hers, why she didn't want to move, and started cheating on me. My third month into my job, and she tells me she wants a divorce, wants the house, and wants to sign over to the kids. Her boyfriend has his own kids and they want to move into the house and be one big happy family. I move into my parents' place. They got one spare bedroom because the other's basically storage. My kids would be staying with their mum till I can find at least a two-bedroom. My parents lay it out to me that they want to move by the end of the year and either sell or give me the house. I just have to do something by then. Rent's nuts out here. Then my wife throws on me her new man and his kids are moving in now and not getting along with mine. So she agrees to make it quick and sign over the rights to mine as long as she keeps the house. I had become friends with Hope at work. The day came I told her about needing to move and find a spot for me and my kids. She offered her home. I asked if her husband would mind and she told me she didn't have one anymore. She still wore a wedding ring and I never bothered to ask about it. Just always assumed she was married. Appears he passed away a decade ago and she still wore the ring. We moved in and it's a dream. I see this woman in a light I never thought of before. My kids loved her. She never put their mum down. She made them breakfast, lunch, dinner on her days off and she would take them out to do girl things that I had no idea. She even took them to school clothes shopping when I ran short on time to be able to do it. Hope just seemed happy as hell to be around us and have us there. She was this warm, beautiful, caring woman I didn't notice because I was too tied up in my own mess to see it and her ring threw me off. The day I got my parents' house, I made a big mistake. I kissed her. She freaked out, asked me to drop my key off later and ran inside. I texted her and called her but she didn't get back to me for a week. She said that with me being freshly divorced that she didn't want to be a rebound and she didn't want me to be the one either. I said she was right. Just to placate her, but she isn't. I asked her over for Christmas and she said yes, because she has gifts for my kids. She came over and spent the night. She slept on the sofa and hung out with us until after dinner. My kids were through the moon with her and now they keep asking when they're going to see her again. We've been great at work, but I keep wanting more. I don't know if I should just date or whatever. She dated while we lived there, but nothing ever happened after the first or second date. It's getting harder to see her as just a friend anymore. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Then the female part, or Hope, comes in with a post titled, I Hope You Get a Kiss Tonight, which was on December 31st. Just like the title says, I hope you get a kiss tonight. This is just an update for me. I'm finding it therapeutic to type this out. At least then it's not just playing in my head. I spent the night at Jason's on Christmas Eve. We talked for hours until 2am. It felt like home again. We both ended up falling asleep on the couch and the girls woke us up. We did breakfast, we did lunch, we did presents, we did dinner. When I finally left, I thought I had some closure. I noticed Jason was on his phone more often this week. Finally, I got it out of him. He downloaded some dating app and had a hit. Not shocking it was so soon. Jason is effing gorgeous, okay? He doesn't look like he's in his 40s. He is so strikingly good looking. I used to joke with him that he looks like an FNGQ model freshly stepped off the page. And he's funny and he's smart. And he doesn't deserve to pine after someone who doesn't know what the hell she wants because she never thought about it before. He asked me to babysit the girl so he could go out on a New Year's date. I had to say yes or whatever we talked about Christmas Eve wouldn't have mattered. So here I am, alone on New Year's, drinking his fancy expensive scotch we drank on Christmas that he got as a wedding gift because I have to charge something for this babysitting gig and feeling some type of way because he's out there with someone else ringing in the new year and he deserves to be happy and I do too. I just put the girls to bed. I knew they wouldn't have lasted till midnight. Like I said, I hope you get a kiss tonight. The male side or Jason then goes to the am I the butthole subreddit and says am I the a-hole for asking a woman who thought I had feelings to watch my kids when I went on a date. Long story short, I'm divorced. It was finalized a couple of months back. During the mess of my divorce, me and my two kids moved in with a co-worker named Hope for about nine months, give or take. She was great to us and my kids loved her, and to be honest, I felt the same. I thought what she felt for me was more than friends, so I kissed her before I moved out to my current place. It ended up being a mistake. She ghosted me for a week before she finally called me. I thought we got over it over Christmas. Well, I didn't want to hold back for a woman who didn't feel the same, so I did the dating app thing and got a date for New Year's. I asked Hope if she could watch my kids while I went out, and she agreed. I went out, had a great time, and came back at 3am to Hope passed out on my sofa. I threw a blanket on her and went to bed myself, expecting to make breakfast for her and mine, but she left before I woke up. The morning after I asked her if she could watch my kids again while I set up a second date, she immediately declined, saying she was having her sister and brother-in-law over this week. Her sister has three kids of her own, and yeah, Hope has a big house, but with everyone there, she wouldn't have had time to watch mine. I understood and said I'll find other accommodations. Well, this morning I see Hope tagged in a sappy post by who I assume is her sister, and I check that page. 
Sure enough, it is her sister, and her sister's family is spending the next three weeks out of the country and not with hope. Now I know she has only one sister, so I asked her what's up. She kind of stuttered a bit and said, yeah, she can watch my kids and to go ahead and set up the second date. When I asked her why she lied to me, she brushed me off and told me to stop being an a-hole and I got what I needed. Am I the a-hole for even asking her again? I know she lied to me about her family visiting, but she told me she didn't have feelings for me like I do her. And at this point within the story, this is where the comments started realizing, hold up, something's going on here. We've seen posts similar. So go kick rocks asks, yo, hold on here, bro. I gotta get some info regarding hope. Is she a widow? Is she unable to have kids? Is she the owner of a four bedroom house? Did her husband die like 10 years ago? Does she own the house outright? OP responded, how do you know this? Gokick Rock says, well, we're at it, bro. Are you in your 40s, a father to two girls, have brown eyes, didn't know Hope was a widow because she still wears a ring? Opie then responded again saying, how the F do you know this? Monobliette, pronunciation says, because we read her side of the story. Opie replies, Jesus effing Christ. Username says, if that's her, then it's a rom-com. Good luck, not Jason and Hope. Opie responds saying, no, it's definitely her. She did drink my scotch at New Year's. She texts me it was payment for watching mine and I told her only if she stays the night. F my life. How do I even bring this up to her? I need to call her so bad. Crap. How the F do I bring this up? Hey Hope, it's Dan. So you fell for me after all. Ha ha. Want to get burritos. F my life. So then Hope comes in with another post which says, well... I've been asked for an update. I'm simply here to please the masses. The masses who messaged me. The masses who posted on my posts. The masses who were extremely correct and I had absolutely no idea how utterly brilliant and wonderful about 90% of you are. I posted here because I needed to vent and throw my F up at people. So they could see that even I could do something as silly as fall for someone I shouldn't have. Not when I still wore a wedding ring from someone who left me very tragically I will add but not elaborate on. A long time ago. Ring told me my heart and soul still belonged to someone else, even though I didn't have theirs anymore. I posted here because I needed to vent out everything, needed to give myself closure, needed to figure out why this man, whom you all know as Dan, Jason, rocked my universe by becoming a part of it. I was told to go for it and I excused it all with, no, I'm still a mourning widow who can't fathom taking a ring off. I theoretically clutched my pearls at such a thought. But you guys want to know the good part though, don't you? And you guys deserve to know it too. Because if it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be a good part. On Christmas morning, he was making breakfast. I came to the kitchen and had to do a double take. Granted, I was uncaffeinated. So in my sleepy state, I expected to see my husband. But when he turned and smiled at me with a grin big enough to reach his eyes, I didn't feel sadness or disappointment. That those eyes weren't green. That he didn't give me a cute smile like my husband used to, but a whole smile with so much damn teeth. For real, Dan, you have so much teeth. And I, for one, am so happy your girls have your smile. And that you have great dental. <laughs> it was then I realized I was effing wrong. I wasn't prepared to be wrong, to lose my grip on my pearl, so to speak. I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready to see someone else in my dreams. I wasn't ready for that someone else to be someone I considered my best friend for a long time. 
So when Dan had asked me to watch the girl so he could get a second date, to be honest, it hurt. Like hell. Even though I told him to move on, I was peed he did because I didn't. I fumbled up an excuse about my sister coming over, but obviously didn't think it clear enough that my sister and her family usually heads overseas during this time. Well, he found out she wasn't gracing me with her presence and asked me why I lied. I just kind of said, oh yeah, I'll watch the girls no problem. But he said he already had a sitter and said he wanted to know why I lied. I said I didn't, I forgot it, but lo and behold, when you live with someone, they pick up on your tells. Dan said, no, you are lying. I don't care if you can't or even if you're not up to it, that's fine, just be honest with me. I called him an a-hole and said I'd be there. Just tell me a time. He said to come over for breakfast and we can talk about whatever is wrong with us like adults. Hope, that thing we're trying to be here. Well, apparently that night he made a post and a few of you guys found some similarities that were a bit too convenient to be coincidental. So late that same night I get a call from him, which I ignored twice. Third time's a charm and I proceed to advise him where to stick a few choice amenities for waking me up until he blurts out, you name me after your cat. Yes, I named my cat Jason. He's a seal point and he has a cute mask and he's the size of a small dog and looks at me like he wants to kill me in my sleep. And I absolutely love him. (laughs) So we talked for about a half hour or so until he said he had to see me, but he wasn't going to leave his girls alone that late and asked me to take a personal day tomorrow and he'd do the same. I said no, but I could come over. He said only if I could stay the night. So I grabbed some extra clothes, put on my comfy bright pink bear claw slippers. Yes, they're as magnificent as they sound. Filled the feeder for my chubby boy Jason and headed over. We talked until about 3 a.m. And he said he was going to take a personal day. I said I should do the same. But at that point, you couldn't twist my arm fast enough. So I agreed to do it and went to grab some blankets. But he stopped me. He asked me if I could try sleeping in the same bed as him. The typical fare of he'd be over the covers, I'd be under them. He promised to wear clean underwear, yada yada. Color me surprised at agreeing with him. And me crying for the first 20 minutes. And being held by someone who didn't understand why but understood that I just needed to freaking cry. And then being held by someone because I needed it. And then being held by someone because I wanted it. And then being held by someone because they just wanted to. And yeah, I fell in love again, okay? I freaking fell in love again. Except this time I know what it is. And it was happening long, long ago and I was too scared to understand it. But I should have noticed something when he transferred in and I saw him the first time. He was handsome. Not even he can deny that, but when he smiled with all those damn teeth, he just became so much warmer and real, I guess. I just felt like I had to be near him, even when he made horrible dad jokes and gave himself heartburn with his spicy food addiction, but refused to take responsibility for it. I lived for those moments and when they were gone, I was absolutely miserable. I never knew how falling in love felt. My husband and I were born in love with each other, so I never experienced this before, so I was scared. Don't get me wrong, I'm still scared. I've been on theme park rides less anxiety-inducing than this. We agreed to take this one day at a time. We know we're going to have setbacks, and we know we're going to have to hide it from the girls for now. I'm also transferring departments to keep things a bit more under wraps, but we are trying it. We are trying it. We're making it happen. I'm in love with him. I have been. I just had no clue what it was. It felt like I was floating and was trying not to sink. And when I met the girls, had no choice but to try and drown and just succumb to the peace. 
I have random Redditors to thank for saving me from a lifetime of regret. Her girl trousers are on everyone. Although, he still can't believe I named him after his cat. Well, I love my cat too. There's that. And my cat loves the girls. And that was the end of OP's posts. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, and your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.